In Canada, it's not President's Day today. It's either Family Day, Islander Day, Heritage Day, or Louis Riel Day, depending on the province. We thought about asking everyone to do the same thing, but that seemed a bit rude. Apple is planning some significant changes to its Mac lineup this year, according to a report from usually pretty accurate Apple leaker man Mark Gurman. Mark claims 2022 will be the year Apple sticks the M1 Pro and M1 Max in a Mac Mini, an iMac Pro, and a half-sized Mac Pro. And if you think all the Macs and Pros are already getting confusing, don't worry. Watch Mac addresses short and it'll all make sense. Nice. Which is of course to say it won't. Fittingly, German also says this year of mostly twos will see the arrival of Apple's M2 chip in a 13-inch MacBook Pro, a MacBook Air, a Mac Mini, and a 24-inch iMac. The chip itself is expected to have the same 8-core CPU architecture, but with a couple more graphics cores and faster clocks, while the itsy-bitsy version of the Mac Pro could have up to 40 CPU cores and 128 graphics cores. But Mark's not sure which Mac is coming first. We'll probably find out in a few weeks at Apple's March 8th event, or sooner if someone else happens to surpass Mark's skills at pondering his orb. I want that orb. NFT marketplace OpenSea reported on the weekend that someone took their name a little bit too literally and decided to go fishing with a PH. Apparently 17 users were tricked into authorizing the transfer of their NFTs to the fisher who ended up snagging hundreds of tokens worth around $1.7 million altogether. Man, I wouldn't want to be those apes right now. Sitting in some cold wallet, waiting to be invalidated. That's not a life. Though the attack was carried out during OpenSea's migration to its new Wyvern smart contract system, the platform's CEO Devin Finzer said that it's not a network issue, as it looks like the phishing took place out in uncharted waters, not the OpenSea website itself, proving that crypto is still more secure than regular currency, even though the way that most people interact with it is still going to be through a platform with a username and password. <laughs> it makes sense somehow. And after being banned from Twitter, Donald Trump has launched Truth Social, his own social media app, with Blackjack and Hook. Whoa! <laughs> we might not be able to say that. As one might expect though, the truth of the word launched is in contention here. Trump was expected to delay the Truth Social launch to March, but apparently really wanted to go live on President's Day, his day. And so the app evidently was not ready for a massive influx of users who were largely met by failed sign-up attempts before being placed on a waitlist behind over 150,000 others. To make matters worse, Twitter users pointed out that the Truth Social logo looks almost identical to that of the solar panel company Trailar, who may be pursuing legal action. Hopefully Trump can DM his wife about the app's problems, though that might be difficult since she signed a deal with the also free speech oriented social platform Parler to provide exclusive communications. Hopefully the waitlist gets shortened soon so we can finally find out the truth of what the heck is going on out there. There's a, what, what is it? Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Vessi, maker of footwear known for being lightweight, easy to pack, comfortable, and most importantly, waterproof. Are you always on the move, sometimes through very shallow bodies of water? Well, <laughs> Vessi's everyday move shoes are for you. <laughs> These ones. We're talking enhanced breathability, added support, a pull tab for easy on and offing, vegan suede lace cages, extra midsole cushioning, and of course, the same waterproof Dymatex technology that's gonna make you wanna wear them everywhere. It may become a problem. Just kidding, it's the opposite. So keep your feet dry and save 25 bucks with our offer code TECHLINKED at vessi.com slash techlinked. Quick bits, I told you they were coming, so why are you sitting there like you didn't know that already? <laughs>
Activision has rolled out a, frankly, awesome way of discouraging cheaters in Call of Duty Warzone. If the game detects a cheater, it completely nerfs their bullets, essentially giving non-cheaters a legitimate god mode cheat to use against the cheaters. It's brilliant because it's less fun to imagine a cheater being locked out of the game, and more fun to run straight at them from across the map and execute them yourself! Oh, you want an easy mode? What do you think this is, Super Mario? Get the f*** out of here! So that's a win for Activision, but Epic Games is showing them up a little bit by announcing that it's offering hundreds of its contract workers, including QA testers, full employment with benefits. The move comes after a worker walkout at Activision subsidiary Raven Software a couple months ago. Since then, Activision has suppressed worker attempts at unionization, reportedly even moving QA testers to multiple different departments, leaving things wide open for Epic to do what they do best and capitalize on a marketing opportunity, while also helping people. I don't know how to feel. More evidence pointing to the arrival of gaming Chromebooks has popped up in the form of a code change in Chromium referencing Steam support. This clue follows a recent code reference to RGB keyboards and Google actually said it would bring Steam to Chromebooks two years ago, so it's not that far-fetched. Can't wait to see performance on a gaming Chromebook myself. Pretty sure putting Chrome on things makes them faster. That's how it works for cars. Instagram is increasing the minimum time limit that you can set for yourself in their app to 30 minutes. Since announcing the optional time limits back in 2018, you could set a limit as low as five minutes to protect yourself. But I guess Facebook is getting a little concerned that people are becoming a bit too mentally healthy by spending more time away from the app, and well, they gotta keep them on there longer. Thankfully, iOS and Android have app time limit options at the system level, so don't get sucked into the metaverse just yet. And I'm sorry, but if you were stoked about copywriting a brilliant work of art generated by your pet AI algorithm, we're just not there yet as a society. The US Copyright Office has rejected artist and scientist Steven Toller's request to copyright an image on behalf of an algorithm he created called Creativity Machine. The office declared copyrighted works must have an element of human authorship, so there you have it. Robots, not people yet. Creativity Machine could not be reached for comment because he's not a person or her or it. And that's it for this one, people, but come back on Wednesday for more tech news and enjoy the rest of your holiday, whether you're celebrating Finance Minister's Day or Milk in a Bag Day. They're all great days. <laughs>